Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, new intro music, same old me. It's Dave Neal. It's November 20th, 2023. How's everyone doing out there? Having a fantastic start to the week. It's a shortened week. We've got Thanksgiving on Thursday, my favorite holiday. I actually don't have Thanksgiving plans yet. You know, my wife and I just live out here by our lonesome. It's kind of sad making plans. Hey, anyone out there want to uh, send me some stuffing? Or <laughs> That sounded so desperate. Either way, let me know. All right, we we've got all of your news in one place, both bachelor and entertainment uh, combined. Non-bachelor news. We'll start by sharing some bachelor, and then I'll tell you what we did on the on the YouTube channel today. Plus, I've got Christmas movie reviews. That's right, I've got Christmas movie reviews along with some other entertainment news. We'll start off with a rather solemn, uh, I guess, statement from Katie Thurston. She posted this over the weekend: Due to unforeseen circumstances, the remainder of my November appearances and interviews have been postponed until further notice. Sorry for the inconvenience, and I look forward to seeing you all again soon. I've got a lot of messages from people saying, what's going on? Is she okay? And all that. Let's hope Katie's fine. Let's not speculate. And let's just wish her well as she takes, I guess, a social media hiatus and and live events hiatus. But um, I'll give you any updates as they come in. It's nice to see that people care. But, you know, I'm sure if she, you know, if she does need help, she's got a good support system there for her. And sadly, in other news regarding support systems, Dana Carvey, one of the greatest comedic characters of all times, right, from SNL. He's taking a break from work in wake of son Dex dying. The comedian and Saturday Night Live alum thanked people for their support after he announced that Dex died of a drug overdose, saying he and his wife have been overwhelmed by your love, your personal stories, and your compassion. His son was actually a working stand-up comedian, also based here in Los Angeles, and I guess was just trying to do some recreational drugs and, uh, you know, that's the scary world that we live in there is that, you know, I don't want to share any misinformation here, so I'll just keep it short. But to think that, you know, you're, you're not going to die if you take like a sleeping pill or something. But sadly, uh, there is an absolute war going on out there, which to me is just a reminder that I think drugs should be um uh, decriminalized. That way they can sort of be regulated in a way. And if people are going to do drugs, they might as well do something that is what it is supposed to be, not what it might be laced as. That's my opinion on the matter. All right. In other news, Julianne Moore says someone let her watch their live birth so she could prepare for a role. She said, I was there to learn. Here's what she said on Jimmy Kimmel. Observe. And so did you observe anyone to play oh, this role? Sure. Oh, you wow. Do, it's like looking always... into two different mirrors. That's right, here. exactly. So I had to, my character's a baker, so I had to go to a bakery and, and talk to, about baking with someone and watch her bake a cake and learn to bake the cake the way she did. I also arranged flowers, so I went to a florist. I spoke to her about arranging flowers. So I play, so I'm observing someone 
to play someone who's being observed by someone who's going to play me. Very meta. All right, too much for me. Don't care. Either way, just goes to show how much time working actors have on their hands to prepare for roles when you're an A-lister like that. All right, I got a role for you. It's today's sponsor, HelloFresh. This fall, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. We all know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime. But did you know it can also save you money? HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. That means less stress in your day and more money back in your pocket. Recipes and ingredients I would never have considered. And that's what I love about HelloFresh. You try new things. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50RushHour and use code 50RushHour for 50% off meals plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50RushHour and use code 50RushHour for 50% off meals. And you can also choose the number of people in your party, customize your meal plan size, how many meals per week, whether you want meat and veggies, fit and wholesome, pescatarian, whatever you want. That's right. It also comes with free shipping. America's number one meal kit. And we've got Golden Bachelor in the news. Local radio host and former KNDU morning anchor shoots her shot at love on The Golden Bachelor. Here's what Faith Martin had to say after not making it to the final two. I feel way better after that. That's great. I'm glad that you got that closure. And I know that we're we're out of time, uh, but I just had one really, really quick question. Um, what about, you know, you potentially becoming the first Golden Bachelorette? How are you feeling about that, Faith? <laughs> well, yeah, one never knows. But of course, I would say yes, because who wouldn't? I mean, come on. Right? It'd be right? great, right? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say one thing. Your dog is so cute. Oh, All right. So that's Faith discussing her time on batch on Golden Bachelor and whether or not she would become the Golden Bachelorette, which we have to assume is the next uh, sort of Golden Bachelor thing, right? They introduced uh, this uh, group of ladies. We started to root for them. Which of them will become the star? of Golden Bachelorette. We'll have to see how that all plays out. I tell you what, you might not know this about me, but I hit the ground running hard when it comes to my seasonal Christmas movies. I'm talking, I watch all of them, folks. All of them. So you don't have to. And I've watched two Christmas movies over the weekend. Both I'm going to recommend watching, but for different reasons. One, because it's really good. And one, because it's so bad, you're actually going to need to see it. The first is on Amazon and it's also on Freevee. Freevee is like that free app that's also on Amazon. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch this on your app or you can just download the Freevee app on Hulu. Either way, it had a 36% tomato meter which is very bad. Uh, it's called Xmas, and I'll read you the log line for it. The audience score is 79%, although to be honest, when I watched it last night, the audience score was 96. When Graham decides to surprise his family by traveling home for Christmas, he is shocked to discover them already celebrating with an unexpected guest of honor, his ex-fiancé, Allie. The two exes battle it out to see who the family will pick to stay through Christmas Day and who must go. Let the holiday chaos begin. I have to tell you, this movie is 
amazing. I'll tell you my score for it. It's obviously not receiving as much love from an audience score as I want to give it, but it was my first Christmas movie I've watched so far this year, but I think it's going to become my best. It stars Leighton Meester as the ex. It's funny. It's got a lot of adult humor. I'm rating it nine out of 10 candy canes. Now that was a good, I mean, I'm talking moments where you cry, great ending. The best part about the movie was the character work by all of the supporting actors. So funny. The family was so good. One of the best comedic families I've ever seen in a Christmas movie. Let me know if that holds up for you guys as much as it's holding up for me. But again, that's Xmas on Freebie. These are not sponsors, folks. These are just Christmas movies I'm watching. Now, I'm going to share with you the Christmas movie that was wildly bad. Let's do that right after a, a quick word from our sponsor. All right, the next Christmas movie I watched was on Netflix. It was like one of their number one movies of the weekend. It's called Best Christmas Ever. It stars Heather Graham, that's right, from uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me, Austin Powers, Heather Graham, and it also stars Brandy from the singer Brandy from Moesha. And it also stars one of the greatest uh, actors of my generation in a comedic uh, uh, sort of a variety. And that's Jason Biggs from American Pie. So you go, oh, geez, anything with Jason Biggs in it for Christmas, I'm going to watch. I'm going to give it a good shot. The audience score is 16%. It is one of the weirdest movies you'll ever watch. If you do... Um, consume marijuana, this is the movie you want to be high for. It's so bizarre. The writers were clearly high when they wrote it because it doesn't make much sense. Here's the log line. Every Christmas, Jackie sends a boastful holiday newsletter that makes her old college friend Charlotte feel like a lump of coal. When a twist of fate lands Charlotte and her family on Jackie's snowy doorstep just days before Christmas, she seizes the opportunity to prove her old friend's life can't possibly be that perfect. So both of these movies <laughs> made me cry, which doesn't say much because it doesn't take much for a Christmas movie to make me cry. But I have to say this movie was absolutely every bit of this 16% audience score that it got. Someone said best Christmas ever resembles a television holiday special more than a feature film. And its plot follows the predictable Christmas time themes of love, acceptance, and being thankful for what you've got. Um, someone else said it's barely a movie, more one long montage of bits that never run on long enough to be defined as scenes. Yikes. All viewers should want for Christmas is that best Christmas ever won't be the best holiday title on offer. So yeah, it's a bad movie, but if you enjoy bad movies and wondering what the heck is going to happen next because it's all over the place, I think you're going to enjoy that movie. I'll be providing you Christmas movie updates as I go on, uh, you know, I'm sure because usually for Christmas movies, you need a damsel in distress that works for some form of non-creative job. Usually it's someone who works in law, you know, paralegal works through Christmas when she really wants to start her own muffin baking company. You know, there's always food involved in some way or another. It has to be a love story. You don't see many Christmas movies that aren't a love story of some sorts. And it's usually about overcoming odds. I love Christmas movies, even the bad ones. They should have their own rating system because I don't think it's appropriate for a movie to have 26%. Because some movies that have 20, 26% audience score are just terrible movies. But 
a terrible Christmas movie is still better than no Christmas movie whatsoever. And in other news, Wayne Brady uh, had a car accident over the weekend that led to a fight with the other driver. I hate to say this. If Wayne Brady got in a car accident with me, I don't think I could I don't think I could believe him to be angry because he's such a likable guy from his time on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway that I would just expect if he's yelling at me that he would break out into show tune. Hey, but maybe not. Now, we covered this other story over uh, last week where Snoop Dogg released a PR statement that he was giving up marijuana. I called it out. I said, there's got to be a trick up his sleeve. He said he's quitting smoking marijuana. So my thought was he's about to come out with an edible line. It's a little different. He quits smoke to sell smokeless fire pits. Here's uh, what he had to say. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Clever. All right, so there he is uh, promoting a smokeless barbecue system, I guess. And it's like, look, do you, do you, Snoop? You smoke, you don't smoke, you just live your life. Uh, and living their life, Shakira settles a tax fraud case with Spain, pays a fine, and avoids prison time. She decided not to fight the fight in a courtroom in Spain, and she has settled her tax fraud case with the government and agreed to pay millions in fines. She cut a plea deal in the case after failing to pay $15.8 million in taxes between 2012 and 2014. The singer is set to receive a suspended three-year sentence and a fine of 7.6. That's a lot of money that she has to pay. So uh, her hips might not be lying, but her bank account clearly was fibbing. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they just were shaking her down. Who really knows? Either way, uh, Shakira will be filling some potholes, as it were, with the Spanish government. And we've got Taylor Swift in the news, as she always is. She delivers an emotional performance in Brazil days after fans' death. Taylor Swift returned to the stage in Brazil after hiatus due to the sizzling heat and seemingly paid tribute to a fan who recently died at one of her shows. The pop superstar put on an emotional performance Sunday at Estadio Nilton Santos Stadium in Rio de Janeiro, where just two nights earlier, Ana Clara Benavides passed away during a heat wave before Taylor's Friday show began. Anna was feeling ill before she was rushed to a hospital where she was pronounced dead and her cause of death has not been disclosed. On Sunday, Taylor hit the stage again in Rio, but this time the temps were much lower than the previous two nights, which forced her to postpone Saturday's concert. During last night's performance, Taylor sat at her piano and poured out her heart, playing her song Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Some of her Swifties jumped on X, speculating Taylor chose that tune to honor Anna and giving her major props. One fan wrote, Singing Bigger Than the Whole Sky was a beautiful way to honor Anna, and we can know it by hearing Taylor's voice. I mean, just a sad and tragic story there. Taylor's not in control of the weather, but... Um, they did postpone the next show, which was a, I mean, look, there's, you know, you, when you, if you're going to do a show with 80,000 people there, chances are something's going to go down in one way or another. Now, as the artist, your job is to, you know, want healthy conditions. Like if I'm doing a stand-up show somewhere and an earthquake happens, it's like, all right, show's over. Let's make sure everyone's safe, you know, but it's got to be very tough because, you know, I'm sure it's not very often that a show is canceled because of a heat wave. You know, these are just sort of uh, the times that we live in. 
Here's another odd story as we're working through because we really don't have too much to share in the Bachelor world. I'll end with a very interesting Clayton Eckert paternity scandal update. But first, we have Tyrese Gibson. He's being sued for altering Airbnb property, and he's on video denying claims. He's being sued for allegedly damaging an Airbnb rental by making excessive alterations. But he's on video saying the changes he made aren't a big deal. The property manager tells TMZ that he signed a six-month lease for a five-bedroom estate in Woodland Hills. Forget this, $20,000 per month starting in February. And she says he started adding structures to the home right after he moved in. Yeah, if I've learned anything from Airbnb, it's that I'm not allowed to um, I'm not allowed to uh, do permanent structures when I'm renting a house out. It's a beautiful home. TMZ obtained video of Tyrese showing off some of the changes inside the home. He says he blocked some doors and windows for privacy concerns and claims the materials he used aren't attached to the home's existing structure and all the changes are temporary. Oh, but that's a tough, you know, I've never stayed at a $20,000 Airbnb, so what do I know, but that's a very, very strange predicament to be in. All right. In other non-bachelor news, because trust me when I say this, there really isn't much. Uh, we've got Suki Waterhouse confirms pregnancy and is expecting first baby with Robert Pattinson. I might be old, but I have no idea who Suki Ro- uh, Waterhouse is, but I do know, do know Robert Pattinson. So my biggest question is, are you pregnant with a vampire? That's what I need to know. In the past, I've only seen Robert Pattinson um, uh, produce vampire babies, but that might just be a Twilight movie. I don't know if this is real life, if this is different. Waterhouse, 31 years young, confirmed pregnancy rumors while on stage at Corona Capital Music Festival in Mexico City. She said, I thought I'd wear something sparkly today because I thought it might distract you from something else that's going on. She said while gesturing at her baby bump, her social media footage. I'm not sure if it's working. So congratulations to father-to-be Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse. Very nice stuff. And in other father-to-be news, we have Clayton Eckerd content to get to. I made a, what, a 24-minute video about this. I'll just give you the long and short of it. The journalist that claims to be the guy that is trying to cancel Clayton Eckerd for his dancing to explicit music has pretty much disappeared from the internet. The journalist was named Chase J. Jones. They are no longer available. Their Medium uh, account is is has been deleted and their other uh so they there I I will say this their YouTube video is still up but they have since disappeared from Medium. So they deleted the article that they initially wrote to, um, I guess, try to get... I, well, I shouldn't say I guess try to get Clayton canceled. It was very obvious because they said in the email, this is why Clayton should be canceled. Of course, we raised suspicion as to who is behind Chase J. Jones when we thought it was a little random that as Clayton Eckert, a relatively small reality star, is going through his paternity battle, how odd is it that someone's trying to hit him and cancel him uh, in other ways, right? It just doesn't make sense. Now, does that mean that Chase J. Jones is Jane Doe? No, it doesn't mean that at all. But metadata has been looked into from both Chase J. Jones and Jane Doe that would suggest that the same type of device was used to send correspondence through email. 
Uh, also, as has been reported by me, yours truly here, we have shared that Chase J. Jones was using a VPN, which essentially hides the location of where someone is from. And that VPN was based in Paris, which means they paid, I don't know, five or 10 bucks for a VPN company that shot their email to me through Paris. So when I look at who, where did this email come from, it'll just show Paris, France. The domain for Chase J. Jones, though, was registered in Arizona. That's right, folks. And since all of this information has come out, Chase J. Jones has deleted their membership from my Patreon after the first month that they were there. And then they became a free member after I exposed that they were still active as a free member on my Patreon. I can now report that they have disappeared. Now, whether or not that is uh, scandalous to you, to me, it's actually one of the more interesting parts of this Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal. As we await what appears to be the third blood sample to come in and whether he's the father or not and all of this, we kind of look at these other little indicators that there may be nefarious activity going on, which I can't know for sure. We don't have a smoking gun here, but the gun is pretty, pretty warm. And just a reminder, we will have a Thanksgiving episode. I'm putting together a little special Thanksgiving episode for you guys. So whether you're going to be traveling with family or alone or with friends, wherever you may be, I will have a video for you first thing in the, excuse me, a podcast episode for you first thing in the morning on Thanksgiving. And I do want to also give a shout out to everyone who's donated to our GoFundMe for legal defense funds. As you guys know, fighting these legal battles is very expensive. And we have just passed $10,000. We've raised $10,010 out of a $12,000 goal. So thank you to everyone who donated as little as a dollar $2,000 donations. 214 people have donated in that money. Trust me when I say this is being well spent. We will be providing proof of that expense as it comes. Just hang tight, folks. Uh, but very interesting stuff. All right, let's round this up with a funny non-bachelor story. Uh, it's called HGTV Ruined My House. The channel's stars are being sued over botched rehabs and failed flips. Uh, very fascinating stuff. Um, a Las Vegas-based couple took a gamble on the HGTV show, which stars Jonathan Scott, a contractor, and Drew Scott, a real estate expert. Okay, you know the twins there? Uh, that helps couples find, buy, and remodel fixer-uppers in 2019 for going a honeymoon to become homeowners. Instead, now they're suing, and they're not alone. Other unhappy homeowners have also headed to the courts after the promise of a primetime glow-up has gone wrong. So this couple was promised a signature Scott Brothers look, a massive new kitchen with an island, clean looks, and high-end fixtures. But they say their HGTV disaster began when the reveal was being filmed in February 2019 with the brothers. Our reveal took hours to film because we're like, what's wrong with this? Why does this look like this? Mindy told the Post. 
Oh, boy, what a disaster. From there, it was downhill, and in 2021, they sued the show's production company, Cineflix, and the construction company that works for the show. They alleged in court papers that they were saddled with water intrusion, electrical code violations, and a stove grouted to the wall with drywall crushing the gas line, forcing them to heat their food outside. We're living without an oven or a range. The sink fell through the counter. We can't use our gas stove. We haven't been able to use it in four years. I have to cook on a hot plate on my patio, she says. Oh, what a nightmare. They include photographic evidence of this shoddy work. And again, you know, a lot of times these shows, they like promise that they're going to rehab your place over the weekend. And it's like, well, that can't be good quality. They alleged the alleged electrical work was faulty and done without proper permitting and that the dishwasher became a biohazard that flooded their kitchen floors and had to be dealt with by engineers in hazmat suits. Nothing in our house is to code. We have black and green sludge coming out of our, out of our kitchen sink. We spent over $200,000 with the show. They're suing for fraud, misrepresentation, and faulty workmanship, all of which the production and construction companies deny. Very interesting stuff. We'll be covering that disaster as it happens. And speaking of potential disasters, don't forget if you want to enjoy your Thanksgiving uh, this week, make sure to check out my Driving with Dave from last week when I had Dr. Laura Anderson on. We talk a lot about how to deal with family members if you have different political leanings or different religious leanings. So you can go check that out. Um, also, I'll give you an update. I recorded an episode with Nate. Um, his name is Babatunde Nate Olakoya. And we uh, we had a lot to talk about regarding his past relationship with Michelle Young. Let me just say that. It's going to make news, folks. That episode will come out this Saturday. So make sure to set your alarm for this Saturday here on Bachelor Rush Hour, or you can watch it on YouTube. It's going to be a fantastic and wild interview where we hear Nate's side of things for the first time. All right. Well, we'll have that and more coming to you tomorrow. I'll have that coming to you on Saturday, but we'll have more content tomorrow and all week long. As always, I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Uh, uh, uh.